three, two, one. The national champion is clad in and big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, he got it. down There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joining the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike on the boards. And we've got some breaking news regarding the Tennessee Titans. D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, the holdout or the search for his new team is now over as the Tennessee Titans will be the new home for the all-pro, all-everything wide receiver out of, uh, well, out of out of Arizona. He was released by the Cardinals, and uh, I believe he started his career out in Houston. Houston. For a long and, time, uh, playing in Houston. And, uh, you know, had this – rather big games against the Titans. Yeah. You know, had – yeah, I haven't been a huge DeAndre Hopkins fan until yesterday. Well, I'm, you know, and, and there's no real reason for you to be. He's out of Clemson and uh, drafted by Houston, and then on to uh, Arizona. Now, when he was at when he was at Houston, Coach uh, Mike Vrabel was at Houston yeah. during that time, 2014 to 2017. Also, the Titans offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly, called plays for the Texans in 2019. So DeAndre Hopkins is very familiar with the coaching staff. And I've got a feeling, Coach, that that probably played part of the part, oh, that was part sure. of the equation. Don't you I'm, don't you agree that I'm sure it did have some uh something to do with it. Number one, he he already knows how these guys think. He knows what their philosophy, you know, with Brable, he knows kind of knows what his overall, his overarching philosophy is. He didn't, of course, he didn't work with him directly uh, as a position coach, but he knows, he knows his mindset. He knows, he knows what's expected as a Tennessee Titan, but he's also, uh, you know, he had some really good years under Kelly. And, oh yeah. You know, and that's, tremendous. Now, I think he, he's I a think, tremendous weapon. He's a I tremendous receiver. Uh, I think that's one of the things that's got him excited is he's back with the coach that he had so much success with, uh, while he, while he was, I mean, became a superstar under the guy. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason that he's such a high value, high dollar target in today's free agency is because of, uh, what he did in Houston, not so much in Arizona, even though yeah. he had a couple good years uh, there as well. Just couldn't get anything done. I think he wanted to go somewhere else. He actually wanted to go to a contender. Um, and a lot of people yeah. would say that <laughs> Tennessee is not the place you want to well, go after what happened last now, year. But I, but, but I would argue that because now looking at what they have built up, the only, only question mark they have, and it's not that it's a completely unaddressed question mark, is their offensive line. You know, are they going to gel in time for you know Tannehill and the receiving core? Because now they've got two. They, they've got uh, bookend receivers 
You know, yep. you got to spread. They can spread the field with two receivers. They've got a a rookie running back that can be can serve as a slot receiver as well. They've got a decent tight end. So now they've got four viable receivers. They still got King Henry back there with that other back that can slip, you know, slip back there with him. Yeah, Spears, uh, or, Tajay Spears, Spears from you know. Tulane. And, so and and actually Tannehill, you, know, you take away one game, and he's had a good run with the Titans. You know, people think about last year too much when it comes to Tannehill and how poorly he played a year ago. I, think, I mean, what he had like a thousand yards, something like that. Well, he was Thirteen hurt for, touchdowns. He was hurt for, for a, a long third time. of the year. Running, and second, also running for your life. Yeah, yeah. Thirty, <laughs> 30, <laughs> 30, line, yeah. 30 <laughs> second ranked offensive line in the NFL. And the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL. No. No. Well, uh, Tennessee has a history of um, taking some wide receivers that have kind of, I don't know. Passed their prime. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, wide receivers like Randy Moss in 2010. Wide receiver like Andre Johnson, 2016. Julio Jones in 2021. Um, but none of those guys panned out. Josh Gordon, too, and took so, a chance on him last so year. DeAndre Hopkins is looking to end that streak of of picking up a player like a superstar wide receiver that's been released or looking for another home, coming to the Titans, and not really being what they were before. Now, get this. Um, in Hopkins' contract, he signed a two-year deal worth a total of thirty-two million dollars. So he's going to get uh, he's going to get thirteen million a year, and then he has <clears throat> incentives for total yards, total touchdowns, and number of catches. Okay, so uh, and are they and I'm sure a lot of you are saying, well, are they are they achievable uh, and for on his, as far as his standards, Hopkins standards as a receiver, uh, I would say yes. Um, They're the bottom end of his. He's looking for not. He's looking for ninety-five catches to get a million-dollar bonus. Looking for a thousand and fifty yards to get a million-dollar bonus, and he's looking for at least ten touchdowns plus ten or more touchdowns to get a million-dollar bonus. So he can get, and that's a million dollars for each one of those categories. He could. Per get year. all three per year. He could get all three and be somewhere in the $16 million range per year uh, with the Titans, um, which is, you know, a pretty good deal. Now, um, Tim Kelly, who I said was the – who is now the, <clears throat> the offensive coordinator for the Titans and was in 2019 at the Texans where Hopkins played – uh, Hopkins finished with 104 catches, 1165 yards. So, with the same offensive coordinator, there's two million extra dollars right there. Right. I mean, you know, that's that's one and way. I to think look. that's what's got him. You know, kind of was the kind of helped him push towards the Titans as far as going ahead and signing with them. Is again, he he's it's not an unknown. He he knows who he's dealing with. He knows the system. He's not going to have to relearn a lot and, of stuff. Sure. And, uh, so so the integration. His integration into the offense is not probably take a little all bit easier. Long. Yeah, and we know we also know that he really wants to come because I've got the I've got the top three wide receiver pays from last year, and number one is Tyreek Hill at thirty million a year with Miami. 
then Devontae Adams at 28, then it was DeAndre Hopkins in Arizona at 27.3 a year. So he's taking basically a half a pay cut a in half. A huge cut. So he really, right. I guess he really thinks that they've got a shot to do something. Well, I tell you, you know, the, and everybody knows that to watch the Titans. They all know about King Henry. They know running the ball is kind of where they – make their hay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, when they had A.J. Brown, that gave them ability to throw the ball down the field and at least his, his yards after a catch because A.J. is so strong and big and fast. Once He's kind of like Derek. Once he gets rolling, he's tough to get to the ground. Right. Um, so, but other than that, the Titans really had a lot of inexperience at wide receiver until they got Hopkins on board. And let me tell you why this is. Just consider this. Mike Vrabel, head coach, had more career receiving touchdowns than any receiver on the Titans roster. I saw that. And uh, it's pretty Vrabel, embarrassing. Vrabel played defense yeah. during his yeah. career. Pretty embarrassing. So, I mean, until the they rank. signed this wide receiver – the head coach who played defense in his career had more touchdowns than any wide receiver on the on the Titans on the Titans. Well, again, and, and that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's also where you know it's kind of a reflection on the on the Titans. You know where they put their emphasis. They put their emphasis in the running back. They put their emphasis in their quarterback. And it was kind of like, okay, now what can we what can we fill in with the receivers? And they've been paying the price in the last couple of years because of that. They haven't been able, you know, Henry. Has been effective. I mean, you know, fifteen hundred yeah, fifteen hundred yards. He's been effective, but think how much more effective he can be now. With everybody's with, stacking the box on every yeah. play. Now you can go back to what you were doing with AJ Brown. Yeah. You suck everybody in with the run, and then you hit him over the top on third and. And you've 15. got more than one. You you know we had AJ Brown. You yeah. know, so you had that one person. Now you got two. I think Burks is going to have. You know he's going to blossom under this situation sure because he is. they're not going to pay. Sure, absolutely. All of a sudden, the attention is off of him and on Hopkins. I still and think Hopkins can handle that, and Burks all of a sudden he becomes that second. I still that, think that, he's one. You know, and and I still think he's a one. He could be. He very easily could be. He very easily well, could be with, especially with just a little bit more experience, a little bit more confidence, and. Uh, I, I'm really excited by seeing how this, you know, remember we talked about the draft and I said they, they addressed everything but one thing. Well, now they've addressed it. Yeah. Well, and, and people and people should realize, and it's a known fact in the NFL, when you talk about wide receivers, it takes time, unless you're just an extraordinary special talent, probably once in a generation, maybe twice in a generation type, type of wide yeah. receiver, it takes – Two, three, four years. Sometimes they even talk about breakout years. If you if you're you fantasy guys that, that and I've been playing fantasy a long time, but fantasy players know, you know, young rookie wide receivers, you don't draft them early in your fantasy draft because it takes them. They talk about three to four year window before they're they're ready for a breakout season before they get comfortable with the route running with the timing. Uh, the speed of the game. I was going to say, they've the also got to figure out. The physicality not, of the game. That's right. They, they also got to figure out, and you can't do this until you just do it. Right. Is I'm not – I can't just outrun my opponent now. You know, for the, a lot of these guys that were superstars in college and stuff, a lot of times they could – you know, if they didn't get that route run just right, they could just turn on the jets and run by them. 
And, That's exactly what Traylon Burks yeah. did all and his whole so, career at Arkansas. And now you got defensive backs that can keep up with you. Sure. And so you're going to have to run your route right. You're going to have to learn to catch the ball in traffic. That's the, one of the things they said I, I've heard said about Hopkins is he doesn't have to outrun you to catch the ball. And he's, he's comfortable catching the ball in traffic and can get up a little bit higher, you know, use his body a little bit more. All right. That's what I was just about yeah, to say. He doesn't have to be super wide open right. in order to make the play. Well, DeAndre Hopkins, along, not only is he a terrific wide receiver, my, and my, my only question is, you know, hey, DeAndre, get out there and play 100, 110% every single play don't be taking plays off because i think i've watched him over the years and in the last couple of years here at at uh arizona it seems like he's taking a couple of plays off he hasn't he hasn't run everything all the way out like he should have done and you know i i, I don't think and i don't think he was super happy at arizona and i, I feel as though um you know, this is this is new life. This is this is this is like he, fouling a ball off. You know, you, yeah. you get he back also in the knows, spot. He, he also knows he's going to have to face Vrabel if he does that. No, absolutely. Yeah, he knows Vrabel's going to call him on it because that's why I said he knows coming in the what team's Vrabel's all about effort and expectation. Given what now, got. before we go too much further, those of you you're hearing all kinds of funny noises in the background. Well, there's stuff. brand new things going we, on we here. Got, at we got we got reconstruction going we, on on the inside. We're remodeling the inside of the station. That's here. right. So you're going to hear a lot of banging and clanging and and buzzing and, and stuff. Just but, bear with us, folks. We're 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 making our place a lot better. That's and, improvement uh, going. That's, that's progress, right. That's growth. Progress and improvement. Growth going is on. happening. So uh, just just bear with us, and uh, we'll we'll do the best we can to. To limit it, but uh, it's still going to be there. So just just hang with it. Well, the franchise tag deadline is today at three o'clock Central Time, um, and so there are uh, some players floating around out there that have uh, uh, not gotten extensions, and three of them are pretty well known: Cowboys running back Tony Pollard. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs and Giants running back Saquon Barkley all have not gotten extensions and they 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 are fran they are tagged as franchise players and so the deadline is today at three to get these deals done. Um, these three will make <clears throat> will each make ten point one million dollars in twenty twenty three if they end up playing in the. <clears throat> end up playing in the franchise tag. And right now that looks like it's going to be what happens. Um, so I'm thinking I'm thinking if I'm thinking if they don't sign extensions and I'm not sure exactly how it works, but that might move and they play for the minimum under their franchise tag. That does something for them next year, like a free. I don't know if that's free agency. I'm not, I'm not really exactly sure how the franchise the, the franchise tag works. Is they get the average of the top five, or something? Is that what uh, they get the average salary of the top five? But okay. they're protected. They're they're, if, they're protected by the team. They if, cannot be pulled or not pulled. They cannot be taken by any other team as a franchise. Okay. Player. Let me let me clarify. But they're guaranteed a certain. There's an average somewhere in there that they're given. All right, let me clarify. One important thing to note about here is that Pollard, Tony Pollard, has signed his franchise tag while Jacobs and Barkley have not, okay? 
if a player has not signed the tag, this means that they're not under contract with with that team, which means they can skip training camp without any penalty. Basically, if Barkley and Jacobs don't each uh, land a new long-term deal today, there's a good chance we'll see them skip all or part of training camp. So, um, and also, you know, whether that means well, that means yeah. a lot to running backs. I don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's also possibilities that they don't, don't play, play this year, week one or week two, or they could go on and on. We just never know. Absolutely. So, uh, as we, you know, I mean, the news of the day um, is. Welcome to Nashville, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, D Hop, baby. The, Welcome to Nashville, D Hop. You couldn't kill my mood yesterday. Because <laughs> that, I mean, throughout the draft, you know, I'm basically like, I mean, I'm, I'm very uh, upset that we didn't address the wide receiver situation yeah. in the draft. Um, you know, we fixed our offensive line a little bit. We already had a top 10 defense last year. People forget that. Our defense, when it's healthy, is probably top five okay. this year um you, you you add that wide receiver you've got two people off the edge kyle phillips will be back off of injury that's a really good slot guy we drafted in the previous season chickaconquo is going to be a top 10 tight end if Tannehill plays anywhere close to like he did in 2019 little, and 2020 let's say above average i mean you know you don't have to play lights out you don't have to play You've got you know, options to go to. You don't everywhere. have you don't all have, he all he's got to be is Mahomes. that he, you know this is this is a term that becomes almost curse words to quarterbacks. But all he's got to be is a game manager. Yeah, he doesn't have to be the one who carries the load all the time. Now he's going to have to deliver the ball. You know when they do do the play action pass, he's got to deliver it in a place where these guys can get to it. But now he's got guys that can get to it. No. And can get in, and if and he does that, play. I could see yeah. him going twelve and five. Well, the, oh, easily. Yeah. The Titans' defense last year—I don't know—they probably averaged uh, maybe giving up somewhere around twenty points a game, maybe something like that. So you know, you, you got to put up twenty-one to twenty-four points a game. Should be easy. You know, with Derrick Henry in there, D Hop now, Ty J Spears. Should be know. way more than twenty-one okay. a game. It's our first segment. Welcome to Nashville, Mister Hopkins. Uh, looking forward to see you perform on Sundays and Thursdays and Mondays and then Saturdays when the playoffs start. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake in the studio with Big Lou, Coach Mike Lyles. Give us about five minutes and we'll be right back. Tonight's gonna be a good night. That's gonna be a is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offerings July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike. And Coach Mike, you've got a little uh, little announcement you want to throw out yeah. to our listeners. We'd like to, to tell everybody that the Gypsy Kings are returning to Nashville. Oh, they're terrific. For a trip down memory lane, the Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. On Saturday, November 4th, tickets and details are available at toninobillardo.com. Allowed in live production. That's T-O-N-I-N-O-B-A-L-L-A-R-D-O.com. Allowed in live production. And uh, something to keep in, keep tuned in for details down the road. We're going to have several tickets. I've been told somewhere around 30 tickets to give away through the station. Oh, here. that sounds great. Details will be given a little bit closer to the uh, the actual Maybe show Maybe we can itself. give away a couple of tickets right uh, here on uh, the Front Porch uh, Sports Radio Hour. Hopefully yeah, more but, than a couple. That's pretty yeah. far in advance. We've got some time to. Yeah. There you so go. the Gypsy Kings are coming November 4th to TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. So be, be looking for them. Okay. Um, I was reading in the CBS Sports, I was reading an article, and they were talking about the upcoming NFL season, being that we were talking about it, uh, and the addition of DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans as of recently. And this article uh, was talking about the AFC, um, and it said these are going to be the worst teams in the, in the AFC. These are going to be the bottom dwellers of each division. And he said, believe it or not, the Patriots having an offense of uncertainty uh, in a division with Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Tua Tagovailoa with the Dolphins is going to be bad news for the Patriots. I so take all that, those guys over Mac Jones, to be honest with you. In the AFC East, uh, the Patriots are going to be in the cellar. In the AFC North, the Browns with Deshaun Watson are probably going to struggle, according to this writer. Uh, the Browns need Deshaun Watson to return to glory, but a Watson return to glory would be almost unprecedented, uh, which is why the Browns are selected here to be the AFC North's last place team. In the AFC South, which we all know that's what, where the Titans roam and play, uh, the Texans are picked to be the worst team. Give me the Indianapolis. The Bones are... Uh, the quote: "The bones of a good roster are there for the Texans. Something that couldn't be said for the last couple of years. But Houston is also still a few years away from making real noise again. Um, and then the AFC West. This writer picked the Raiders, and he says entering the upcoming season, the Raiders are one of the easier last place division picks in the league, given their division competition and question marks." On both sides of the ball. I think that really depends on what Russell Wilson does. Yeah. If well, he, if he stays the same. Well, but he's got Sean Payton, and I think that'll help him out a lot. There you go. Uh, also, Tyreek Hill, who you mentioned earlier, is making what, $30 million a year? $30 million. Well, he needs to earn it, and he says he's going to. He's going to. Um, no player in his NFL history has ever hit 2,000 yards receiving, but Hill thinks he can do it in 2023. Uh, he finished in 2022. Guess how many yards he had in 2022? 1,600. 1,710. So he was 290 yards away. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, he's earning but that. But a 17-game seven, season, right? 
Yeah. yeah. You got an extra game to do got it. Got an extra game to do it. And uh, got to keep two off the turf, man. I was going to say, he's got to keep his quarterback healthy. That's, that's going to be the big thing is, is his quarterback's got to stay healthy so he can get the ball to him. The highest single season total in NFL history belongs to. Is it Jerry? Calvin Johnson that played for okay, Detroit okay. the Detroit Lions. Remember Calvin Johnson? Yeah, they he played at Georgia think, Tech. Big, tall, lanky, yeah. Megatron. big guy. I think yeah. I do remember Megatron. Big, yeah. big guy. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, Hill says, and, and this is quote, Not a, the, the article goes on to read, not only does Hill think he's going to set the NFL single season receiving record, but he also thinks the Dolphins are going to win it all. He said, 2,000, quote, 2,000 yards in the Super Bowl? We're we getting that, is what Hill said. Believe uh, that, is what is what Hill said. And he says – Nothing uh, like a target on your back. Focus on that division first, yeah. Tyreek. Yeah, well, about I'm, Josh Allen a little bit. I'm just telling you what Tyreek <laughs> is saying. Now, he said he, said he, he bet everything he had. That the, that the Dolphins are going to win it all. That's basically what he has done. I mean, you know, <laughs> but I mean, and you know, how, and you know, it takes a real set of cojones to do that because look at the look at the vision he's in. We just talked say, about Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, <laughs> Bill Belichick. I mean, ever heard of him? Even though their wide receiver one yeah. is Juju Smith Schuster, yeah. so that's not really a threat. But so I know all you fantasy league did. It's going through my mind too, man. I, I gotta get I gotta get Tyreek and I gotta get Tua. Yeah. And I'm going to stack them on a fantasy league team, and we're just going to – Pick up Jalen Waddle too while you're Oh, we're just yeah. going to go crazy, you know. So uh, so that's interesting to see, um, you know, how how Tyreek Hill feels about it. But, you know, you're making $30 million, You're one of the highest paid uh, Players. wide receivers. You are the highest paid wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're the, the highest, highest – okay, paid you're, players, you're the highest period. paid wide receiver in the NFL. You need to be doing something special. And Tyreek Hill – can do something special if they can keep Tua upright and keep him out of concussion protocol. I mean, he got 1,700 yards last season with Tua on the ground yep. all year. Okay. So. Uh, and for any of you Hard Knocks fans, the Jets announced that they are the Hard Knocks team, and the uh, the show will debut on Tuesday, August 8th at uh, 9 o'clock Central. Another stage, um, another stage for the drama queen. I mean, Aaron. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, maybe he'll come out of his mud hut and he won't be on peyote buttons. He'll draw some views. And maybe he gets sure. a new haircut yeah. this year. Man, I, I just, you know what? I'm not, he did. Not that I've got the He finally got another off. He I finally mean, cut that weird just, haircut off. I mean, he, he looked like a kind of a, a beaver walking up. A weirdo. Right. It was weird. He looked like the first weirdo that I heard, he is. You know, One of the funniest things I heard was that, you know, there, someone was asking about that. And he goes, well, this is for a Halloween party costume situation. And then it. Never went away. It was like, yeah, he said that in like January. Shaved, shaved on the side and, and then longer and slick back over the top. Uh, he kind of looked like a thinner version of Mike Ditka back in the day without the oh, mustache. Wow. You know how Mike Ditka yeah. had that beaver look? You know, he, I swear, he, he looked like a beaver. I mean, you know. Uh, Joe Mixon, uh, great running back for the uh, – underrated running back for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, has taken a pay cut. He was set to make uh, a little over $10 million this coming year, and uh, that number's been reduced to about half, $5.5 million. 
Um, of course, there's some others, $2 million in incentives uh, to bring that number to about 7.5 this year uh, if he makes those incentives. So, uh, And I guess he's, he's moved his – he had to move – he had to do something to help uh, uh, get that team under the cap and get some other players paid accordingly. So that's, uh, that's what's going on in the NFL world. Um, we uh, are extremely excited about uh, Mr. Hopkins coming to uh, coming to Nashville. I, you know, I'm, I wish I was his real estate agent. You yeah. know what I mean? He's <laughs> probably going to buy. A pretty, up. He's probably going to buy a pretty nice place, and uh, and th- that that would be great. You, uh, you and about eight hundred other. Real estate agents would love to have his contract. There you go. Um, Okay, so another thing that cut loose on Friday was um, the NCAA's uh, report on Tennessee Vols and their violations uh, three years ago under Jeremy Pruitt. And, um, you know, Jeremy Pruitt, they threw the book at him. He got six years show calls. He got the max. Six years, he cannot be hired by an NCAA institution unless the NCAA signs off on it. Bet he's not thinking those McDonald's bags were worth it now for those 11 wins that he got in two years. University of Tennessee gets an $8 million fine that goes to the NCAA. Um, Like they need more money. Uh, There were assistants – there were administrative assistants under under Jeremy Pruitt. Also got years of show cause penalties where they cannot be hired um, unless the NCAA agrees to it or gives their okay. Um, but I tell you who didn't get anything, and that was acting athletics director Phil Fulmer. He just got the can and all that money. And coach. Now, it came came out of your mouth the other day. You said you said that the head coach is responsible for everything that goes on in their program. Is the athletic director not also responsible for things that go on underneath him? Ultimately, yes. Uh, now, it's a little bit different animal in that he's got multiple programs with people who are somewhat autonomous in their dealings, uh, you know, where, you know, he's, he's got football, basketball, baseball, uh, really all the sports underneath him. But we know, and, we know where his heart is. But, but we, oh, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. You know, he, he ain't paying and, attention and, no. to the Tennessee water polo uh, team. You but, know what but, I mean? Uh, you know, he's he not, he's not doing any of that. But, Ladies, uh, women but yeah, I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back to what I said. Ultimately, the AD is responsible for the athletic program. And, uh, now it's much, much harder for the AD to be in, uh, in as much contact or as control, uh, because his his job is more fundraising and policy setting. He leaves it up to his coaches to actually execute the athletic program, and that's why you see more and more the the, the punishment coming down on his coaches. Um, but but yeah, I, I mean, you know, uh, you're right. Well, you know, ultimately, the AD ultimately the AD does have. That that responsibility well, Phil, and uh, now Phil, here's, here's the other thing. What are you going to do to him? He's retired. He's well, 
he's, <laughs> he's out. Well, he so, he walked off. He walked yeah. off with a seven with a seven figure retirement severance. Phil Fulmer did. Yeah. All this all this goes on under Phil Fulmer. In fact, they they talked to Phil Fulmer. I, I don't know what's going on with that football program. Lord, I must. I'm I'm from Franklin County, Tennessee. I, I've got so much on my shoulder, there's no way for me to know they were handing bags of money to those boys. That's crazy talk. I didn't, if I'd have known something about it, I'd have done something about it. Because, you know, that's what we did back in the 90s when Peyton was playing. But, you know, I don't know what was going on with them boys. I heard it. I can't believe they were playing them boys off in McDonald's bags with thousands of dollars. I heard it was over sixty. And, and those and those I heard boys, it was over those, sixty thousand dollars to them boys. Over and there. and those believe? boys, you know, those boys in crimson and cream down south don't do anything like this at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, Phil Fulmer sounds like Ed Orgeron. Well, yeah. you know, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you what else. You know, the worst thing about it is. We couldn't even win. Hell, that man was giving them boys all that money, and we couldn't. He, he just about had a losing record. Now back Don't in my, us. back yeah. in my day, we went at least ten and two when we paid our players off. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so here goes Phil Fulmer trouncing out down through the, through the, with with millions of dollars in, in severance pay, and under his tutelage as athletic director, you know Tennessee, the Tennessee football program. Program skates by with no postseason ban, but the but but the bad actors get basically their necks cut, their heads chopped off. But you got you got Big Phil. Oh, Big Phil just washing his hands, rolling on down the road. But what could well, they? You know what I mean? I was gonna say the other side of that though is that the players that are playing for them now had nothing to do with what was going on then. And, or any coaches so, or yeah, they, they cleaned house. They they cleaned house. Uh, they brought in a new head coach, who you know, and, new athletic and, director and new athletic director. They they did the institution did what they could do. Um, you know, you know that's what else do you ask? What else can Tennessee do other than fire the guys that were there? You know, it's uh, you know. You're under contract to pay them, you know, X number of dollars. And, you know, again, well, they the had show to. Cost, yeah, they had to pay him. So, well, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, also. But, but I'll be on you know, again. Let's come back to you know how many years, you know, and how many times these other programs, you know, University of Alabama has their skeletons in their closet as well from from the past and had to. I get pay it. Their I, prices. I mean, they had to pay their prices. Well, what and, have they and, done? And so, what have they done? What have they done since? Well, the 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 main they've had, they've had the one main, they've had one coach the main for last, forever is one thing. Main, yeah, <laughs> and the last time they went down, it was Phil Fulmer who snitched on them, and now it's Phil Fulmer who's the AD, and all this is going on under him. You know, I, I know I know a few lawyers in my world. You know, you get a drug dealer to turn in a drug dealer. You with yeah. me? I mean, that happens that, a lot. Well, that's yeah. kind of what went down. Yeah, I mean. But you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's another reason. There's they, another reason why uh, Saban was so adamant against the NIL is that finally the rest of the league can catch up to him. Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah. oh, well. Fulmer <clears throat> does, the, according to this guy that writes this article, and I agree with him. Fulmer deserves an Oscar for his performance as a witless athletic director. He either feigned or truly maintained a cluelessness to the cheating occurring under his fat nose. While he otherwise... But how do you really feel? While, 
while he otherwise focused on offensive line performance and weightlifting and did not want to talk about the thousands of dollars being handed off in Chick-fil-A and McDonald's bags to his players. Phil Fulmer is just as guilty as Jeremy Pruitt. Phil Fulmer knew what was going on, and for him to act like I'm just this is all news to me is ridiculous. And the taxpayers and the athletic department of Tennessee cut that man loose with millions of do- millions of dollars that should have gone elsewhere in that program. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. Give us five minutes. Yeah. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. 
come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined the studio by Coach Mike. Big Lou will step back in here in just a minute. And uh, Coach Mike, this day in sports, 1986. Wow. Can you guess, July 17th, 1986, can you guess what could have happened? What could have happened? No, come on now. That that broadens it out a lot. I I know, but I mean, (laughs) sports is a broad, you know. But I'm just saying – in your mind, what could have happened in 1986 on July 17th? So that was what, 14, 37 years ago, right? Uh, yeah, that's. I'm gonna guess it had to do something with baseball. It I'm, did. It did. And and I, I'm gonna take you off the hook. It, the Chicago Cubs fired their ball girl Marla Collins. And do you know? Do okay. you know? Do you know uh, why they? Do you know why they? I, I, I don't remember ask why. You this. Do you know why they they fired her? I uh, know. I I'll be honest with you. That then. All right. I'm gonna show you a picture of her. There's a picture of her. Uh huh. You still no clue okay. on why they fired her. Well, they fired her because she posed for Playboy. Okay. I'd heard she was in the yeah. October. Okay, I remember 19- hearing a little bit about that. Now. Marla Collins, 
the Cubs, Chicago Cubs, ball girl. And, you know, she's one of the girl, one of the girls or people that sit down the left field line or right field line. And chase the foul balls. Chase the foul balls. Well, Miss Collins posed for Playboy in 1986 in her Cubs, in her Cubs jersey, in a Cubs jersey. Uh, and she was going to be in the October ed- edition of Playboy uh, for 1986, which she is. And uh, she also had a picture in there of Harry Carey, and she's sitting on Harry Carey's lap, and Harry Carey is pointing to a tattoo that's on the outside of her right leg. That's that spot right yeah, there, Mike. Okay. And so <laughs> Harry, Harry Carey is pointing to that. And uh, all this—I'm sorry—that—that—that's just a, that's this, a that's a hard image you know, to unsee. If you were a hot dog, <laughs> would you? If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? But anyway, Harry Carey, uh, the legendary Harry Carey, is like I said, has a picture of him and Miss Collins in uh, in Playboy, and the Chicago Cubs fired her rear end, her bare rear end. <laughs> I guess her bare rear end is the way to put that, but probably. Uh, but you know, you just you've got to represent the represent conduct unbecoming of the league, uh, huh? Unbecoming <laughs> the, the ball girl, I guess. Um, congratulations to Carlos Alcaraz from Spain as he beat Novak Djokovic in five sets to win uh, Wimbledon. It's a good match. Uh, it's like five it, hours. His second major trophy. Um, and uh, man, what a match! One six seven six. Six one three six and six four, uh, and that is is back and back and forth, and uh, Carlos Alcaraz. I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot from him. And Jokovic is, you know, uh, Alcaraz put aside a poor start and surged down the stretch to end Jokovic's 34 match winning streak at Wimbledon. A 34 match winning streak. He's one of the best in the world. Yeah. And how it has been for a long time. So there you have it. And, uh, you know, that's that's what's going on in the world of tennis. Now, um, it's getting messy in Miami. The Inter-Miami team has now officially inked Lionel Messi. Uh, I'm not sure if they pronounce it that way. Lionel. I don't know about Lionel. Messi, Lion- Messi you've got right. <laughs> I heard, somebody, I heard somebody from Ly- a different Lionel country say I like Lionel Richie, you know, dancing on the yeah, ceiling the, the, and all those, that good stuff. Those Europeans do tend to <laughs> mispronounce things, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah certainly. But I tell you what, uh, Mr. Messi is ready to play in the MLS. A 36-year-old's contract is for two and a half seasons with an, with an option to extend it through the 2026 season. Uh, he's looking to make between 60 and 70 million a year. And, you know, a lot of people saying this is putting Major League Soccer on the map. In this the is United a States, new, yeah. This is, this is a new era. Because before, I mean, before this money was brought up, right. you probably wouldn't have thought about coming to America yeah. to play. What is known? Big, biggest name since Beckham, you know, being, yeah. being involved. And, and, so, and Beckham so. is one of the ones that brought, brought Messi it. to Miami. Yeah. 
uh, Messi and his family vacation in South Florida, so they're familiar with the area. They like the area. And, you know, Messi turned down hundreds of millions of dollars to go to the Saudi League. But, I mean, you know. He wants to play soccer w- in the desert. At, <laughs> right. And at one point, you just look in the mirror and say, how much money do we really need? I mean, you know, how much money can one yeah. one guy, one family spend? So let's, let's, let's go somewhere where we – where where we love to live and prosper as a family and friends and so forth, rather than going out in the middle of the damn desert, yep. you know. Um, well, also you're at the whim of you know those you know, the, the Saudis are quite well known of throwing a whole bunch of money while they're interested, and then after a little while they get bored with it or they get you know distracted to something else, and then they just forget about it. They just completely just let it go. Uh, and well, his so form- he, didn't, he didn't want to be in that situation. His formal so. unveiling was last night uh, during a Gold Cup final in Miami, and fans went absolutely just lost their minds. Uh, they brought him out. It was pouring down rain, but they they <clears throat> brought him out and uh, introduced him. And you know, like I said, the the BM era is over. Yeah, and that stands. BM stands for before before Messi, before Messi not anything else. So um, kind of like BC. That's yeah. right. That's there you go. Is. There you go. So um, so congratulations to them and congratulations to to Major League Soccer and and this will help this will help the Nashville franchise. This will help oh, yeah. every single franchise because yeah, eventually Messi's going to be playing in Nashville. That's right. Right. Which and you can imagine the excitement that that's going to and when when Messi breaks that glass ceiling of of international super soccer superstars coming in and playing in the ML in the MLS, um, just like in hockey. I mean, you know, the premier hockey league in the world is the National Hockey League. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. You know, you've got you've got foreign players from all over the world, from Finland to Russia to Scandinavia, Germany, wherever they anywhere. they come yeah. and play in the National Hockey League, and that is how it should be with the major league soccer and that's what they're hoping this will do. Oh, it'll And, it'll and I guarantee you. There, yeah. And I think other players, other superstar players will follow him. Of course they they had to back up the Brinks truck, the Fort the key to Fort Knox well, and a few other uh diamond mines and gold platinum mines to to get him there. I, absolutely. Wasn't he given ownership of some <laughs> Something you talk about, about Messi? Him, yeah, he was given some well, kind of ownership right, of, of the exact, something with, with AT&T. I don't know if it was at The exact details have not quite been all let out. There's been some speculation on on sweetening the, his pot with with ownership of, of different things, but they did say that, that the contract is going to be between 60 and $70 million a year. And I would I would venture to say that probably other franchises were asked to kick a little bit of money in, maybe, maybe to help maybe to help pay out. Who knows? But but you, do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, I would if I would if I was kind of flushed with cash yeah, you're and gonna, I own. You're going to get some help out of this. And, so help us. And out I own Nas- yeah. the Nashville uh, the Nashville team. I definitely would have uh, Messi uh, help him kick in a little bit to pay that guy because he's going to he's going to legitimize your league as a professional and premier league okay we're up against our second break no, no. how about the end of the show man is that his it gone that fast it's yeah, gone him? that fast man it was, it's gone time flies it's when gone. you're having man, fun we, doesn't it and i tell you what we certainly appreciate you all listening in this has been the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake for big lou Coach Mike, you guys have a great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you on Thursday.